There are very few large, continuous forests in southern Ontario. The Halton Regional Forest is one of those few, over 1,700 acres of reserve tracks that provide rich, varied habitats for many songbird species. In these tracts, species such as this morning warbler can be found. It's named based on the mournful tones of its song, often described as a rolling set of churry, churry, churry phrases. My name is Rob, and this is Songbirding. So I'm hearing a morning warbler just arrived at uh, a particular part of, I believe it's the Currie Tract, Halton region. So we've got chestnut-sided warbler and morning warbler. I'm gonna go walk alongside the road here, see if I can get a view on any of these. Uh, here we go, morning warbler. Is there chestnut sided? Morning Warbler. So now, now that the leaves are out, it's harder to spot these warblers. Until they move around. So this is kind of a forest edge alongside a cleared field, just all dirt field right now. I tend to find morning warblers in more uh, ravine-like situations. This one's a bit of an exception to that. I don't see any obvious ravines this one would be sitting in, but they, uh, I've tended to find they prefer that. So this was an unexpected find. Chestnut side of warblers, there's enough disturbed area here for them to enjoy. It's not often I've come across multiple in one spot so readily. So you think a bird this loud would be easy to find. High up in a tree somewhere here. There might be two of them. 
Or the one might be moving around a lot. Also doesn't help there's a light wind, so a lot of leaves, a lot of leaves look like they're moving. Harder to pick out a bird that might be hopping around. Definitely moving some. different angles here. Hoping that at least at some point I'll find an angle where I can understand where this is coming from. Oh, okay. Bird just flew down into the ferns here. still hiding in leaves. This morning warblers look almost like a dark-eyed junco kind of with the gray hood but then it's got a yellow belly and kind of a greenish back and a bit of black on the chest. I think I see a female here too. One consistency other than the ravines I've seen and I'm seeing right now is there are large ferns here which uh, is not not usual alongside roads in this region I find um, but large ferns are something I've seen in every location where morning warblers are present, so maybe that is something they're also seeking. So note about the name on this, this is morning warbler as in mourning a loss or death, not as in uh, the first part of the day. This is because these are kind of descending mournful tones, I guess, is the reason it's called that. Um, shares a similar name with the morning dove, which has a similar um, kind of reason.
really quiet place. Also hearing Eastern Wood Pooey. There we go, American Red Start. Starts have all kinds of variations on their warbling. They're fairly widespread warbler for this region. Not too picky, but they do want forest. one of its uh, more commonly known songs. There it is again. They're fairly friendly warblers. They don't mind getting close to people. They're not skittish. This is one of those warblers you might be able to get an okay cell phone photo of. Or at least an identifiable one.
I always remember this one by thinking that it's kind of saying Vireo, Vireo, Vireo over and over again. background sound. Pretty much any forest with a canopy in this region at least. They're pretty much a constant background song. They sing all day, don't take a lot of breaks. Very, very active. First time I ever recorded hooded warbler. Only ever found one once. And it was a bird known by others. Don't believe I know of any reports of this bird in this location. So I seem to have found a hooded warbler, which is pretty uncommon in this region. And this is a new location for one as far as I know. As of this recording, I haven't really looked it up in eBird, but haven't heard much that I can recall in the past about this particular tract known as the Mahon Tract. I don't know much about a mnemonic for this. mosquitoes here. It's a very whistly bird as you can hear. Fairly short song.
So I did a quick look up the mnemonic. Awita, 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 you. That makes sense to me. Awita, 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 you. Okay, I can do that. That's a good mnemonic. As far as I can recall, this is one of those warblers that is not so friendly to people getting close to them. Probably why it's so hard to find them. So I'm not going to try to get too much closer to this. Let's see if I can get a better angle where the Vireo isn't as overpowering. Yeah, that's a little better. This is a bird where it might be unlikely for me to actually see it. Too many leaves, too big of a forest. It's a loud bird, so it may not be all that close to me. Very songful though. This is a, uh, it's been non-stop since I got here. And it's about 9 a.m., so there's a rose-breasted grosbeak now. So I've been able to get myself a little closer to this bird.
woodpecker here too. So we to we to we to you. Be the mnemonic for this. I'm in a fairly dense forest, mature, mostly maple, high canopy, goes up maybe 70 feet until you really hit the leaves. Trees are probably 150, 120 feet, I guess. I still can't see this bird, but mostly yellow, black hood is what you would expect with a hooded warbler male. It's a Carolinian species, as far as I'm aware, so this extreme north end of the Carolinian uh, range, Carolinian zone of forests, is about as far north as it really goes for this species. That's why it's so un uncommon in southern Ontario. There's really not much Carolinian forest left. let alone mature Carolinian forest. It needs fairly large tracts of land around it that's forested, so it's kind of a perfect spot for it because this tract of forest is connected to several other tracts of forest. also tend to have one in the Dundas Valley, which is also a pretty huge tract of Carolinian forest.
Mysterio showing up? Songbirding on Territory was recorded, engineered, narrated, and created by me, Rob Porter. Cover art and logo design was done by Lauren Helton. And the Creative Commons music is from Christina Bushyashvili. Please see the episode notes for links to both of those artists. You can support the show on patreon.com songbirding and get early access to episodes and bonus content.